Welcome back. This is episode 18 of the Provenance Marketing Show. I'm your host, Ryan Jennings. And today, as you can see, we have a focus on food, specifically snacks and treats that you probably recognize already. Most of these, if not all of them, are available at your local supermarket, your Countdown, New World, Pack and Save. These things are everywhere because they're manufactured here for you to enjoy at the time that you want to enjoy them. So we're not gonna focus on a particular manufacturer as such. I'm gonna take you through this range, how they're applying the New Zealand made Kiwi trademark to the product. So first off, let's take the one right in front of us here. This is Black Knight. They do a licorice assortment. These are your classic licorice uh, rolls. And I saw these a couple of weeks back down in Queenstown, in actually in Arrowtown in a shop that specializes in lollies from all different countries and this particular one was their um, hero one if you like for the new zealand section and a lot of people were buying it and it's got the new zealand made logo on the bottom right hand corner which is it's good to see if it's on the front then you as a consumer are seeing this alongside the brand name itself which is different from the next one i'm going to bring up so griffin's super wine there's two ways i've enjoyed this a bicky next to like an afternoon tea with uh, family or something my mum's made is you crush these down it becomes a great base if you're making a fudge they've added the kiwi trademark on the back another label you may not have seen before but increasingly in australia these are becoming common uh, for products that are sold in New Zealand and Australia, is the square which says made in New Zealand. And what happens with that is now it complies with Australian law, so you can sell your product over in Australia. So they've actually got the two uh, marks there, certainly from a distance that Kiwi trademarks much easier to see as a consumer. Uh, this is also a Griffin's product. One of my favorites, Mallow Puffs, delicious. Uh, New Zealand made on the background. So let's move over to Whitakers, what an iconic brand, uh, manufactured in Porirua, New Zealand. They're really about their own brand. Even though they're a license holder of New Zealand made, they don't add the label on the back, the front, anywhere. So they're keeping with Whitakers. That's the priority for their brand, and they're very well known already just for that. So uh, one of my favorites, actually, this on a long road trip, I will always pick one of these up when I'm filling up with petrol. One of my um, my own little treats and snacks I enjoy. Unlike this one, which I haven't seen for a long time, Macy's, I don't remember them being in the package as a kid, but I do remember these being in the lolly pick and mix. Uh, comment below if you know what I mean. Reading on the back here, it says, in 1875, Joseph Stacy manufactured confectionery in Queen Street, Auckland, on the site of the present Civic Theatre, and three generations of the family continues to manufacture premium quality confectionery. Outstanding. They've got New Zealand made on the front. Uh, that's our logo without the triangle. They also have this cute little alligator here, which is a character to translate or to transfer that. This is a happy, friendly product. And on the back, something you can trust is not only our logo, but it's got grandpa's recipe there and it's got a, a cute little character. So these caricatures were very popular in the early to mid 20th century to sell products and I quite like them. I still think that these are a fantastic thing. Onto our products on our right, you've probably enjoyed these. These are the types of things you're going to have at picnics or barbecues 
or maybe when you're enjoying a beer with mates, some of these products are out. First one in front here is one from Bluebird. They're going through a real strong uh, growth period at the moment, caught up with them uh, towards, when was it, end of last year. Uh, they're expanding their manufacturing, they're building an entirely new building up there. Uh, copper kettle, people love those chips. I certainly love how they're cooked. Again on the back, there's New Zealand made. So once you start looking for this, it's on a number of products, ones that you're probably already familiar with. Uh, this one here is from Eater, uh, Ripple Cut, The Works, and we were discussing this before we started. It's got every flavor on it. I haven't tried this, but apparently they're delicious. So we're gonna open this one, not give it away, try it on Friday, I think, when we have uh, a couple of drinks after work. On the front, they've gone with locally grown potatoes. So the thing they're trying to communicate in terms of provenance is where the potatoes come from. And then when you turn it around, and it has our Kiwi trademark on it, so it's easy to see from a distance the provenance of this product. Uh, last one up, I think that's the last one. Popping good. Popped here in New Zealand since 1984. So we're talking 35 years, light and buttery. I'm gonna read out the side of this from Paul Davies. I farmed all my life, so the move into growing and making popcorn came naturally to me. Each year we grow several hundred acres of our famous popcorn. To my mind, it's the finest popcorn in the world. So what he's doing here is talking about his own story, saying how passionate he is in producing this product and sharing it to you in a way where you can imagine this is a great healthy uh, version to give your kids or enjoy yourself. And somewhere should be our New Zealand mate. Next to the quality guarantee. But it's also got GE free ingredients. So it's picking up on what people don't want in their products. People are wanting to choose either more environmentally friendly, more sustainable. So putting in there what's not in it may have seemed crazy 50 years ago, whereas now it's a very smart marketing strategy. Uh, so we're going to give away all of these, uh, apart from the Eater Works, outside of the food area. Uh, last week we went and saw a financial services company to talk to them about what the Kiwi Trademark can do for a business that doesn't sell products. Not physical products anyway, intangible ones. First of all, for this company it was New Zealand owned and it's financial services. So they look after other people's money, Kiwi Savers, those types of products. So by putting the New Zealand made logo on a financial product, it's helping convey the message that the people that look after your money are based in New Zealand and that's a higher level of trust. Uh, the second thing it does is it shows that, hey, we think that New Zealand made is important. So if you're selling to pre-retirees who maybe in their working career put this on products in their own business, then maybe you've started to create an affiliation with that group and can much more easily communicate your financial benefits knowing that there's that foundational benefit of New Zealand made from your potential customer and you as a business. Uh, now I'm gonna go over to the Q&A. Hi Ryan, we have a New Zealand made license. I would like to ask if there are any restrictions using the logo on social media. There are a couple of restrictions. Uh, you can't put it in your profile photo. Uh, and you can't use it in a way that could be confused that you're the campaign rather than a business who is a license holder of the campaign. So there's no trouble if you put it as a watermark on an Instagram photo or a watermark on a video you're using. Hi Ryan, how do I download the NZ Made logo? Downloading the logo, super simple, uh, as long as you're a license holder. So go to buynz.org.nz, put in your login and password, and go to the area that says logos and artwork 
and download the version that applies to your business. Hi Ryan, do you think you'll bring out a woven label that we can stitch into our visitor chairs, much like the Damba label on your Provenance Marketing Show chair? And you've brought up something that I've been enjoying for the last almost 15 of our 18 episodes now. Now this is a Damba chair that is made in New Zealand and they've got a, oh, like a woven logo. There's a woven Damba logo in here. Uh, will we be bringing out the equivalent with the New Zealand made logo? Uh, it's something we could potentially do. Uh, I mean, it's not a lot of work for us to create one. What I would say is if you are watching and you're a manufacturer, get in touch because the more of you that we can have to contribute to putting together a run, uh, the more cost economical it's going to be. Right, so that's it. Episode 18, Provenance Marketing Show. Uh, thanks very much for watching. And if you're listening on the podcast, really appreciate uh, your subscription. If this is the first time you have been listening and you're not subscribed yet, please go and do it. Uh, on YouTube, to subscribe, go to youtube.com forward slash buy and made. And we'll see you on the next episode.